In Between Sundays, episode 34. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of In Between Sundays. Uh, we are the podcast for young adults. On As in the podcast for young adults. <laughs> uh, where we help you uh, grow in spirituality. We talk about life as a young adult. And we grow as a community, uh, which has really been happening, by the way, on our Facebook group. Lots of discussion, lots of, lots of chatter going on. And uh, we have a jam-packed episode. Uh, so, Nick, what's going to happen today? Well, first off, uh, we have some, some news. We're going to talk a little bit about Haiti, which uh, unfortunately is a big thing right now. And uh, so we're, we're definitely keeping them in our prayers. Uh, we have uh, Kelly Croy, who's on the line. How's it going tonight, Kelly? Great. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. And he is going to be our Catholic of Caliber for this month. And we're going to talk about uh, some Catholic of Ch- Catholic Challenge stuff and then something we haven't done in a while, which is chick flick or horror film. And we're going to be quizzing Kelly to see how well he knows his B-level quality movies. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, you are going to be put on the spot. I don't know if Nick told you that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I do. Chick flicks I can get. I live with five women. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, cool. Uh, so, so that's what we got going on. So let's let's uh, let's get started. I'm excited. It's gonna be a good you? show tonight. I'm I'm pretty excited. It's gonna be better than any other show we've ever done. With all all previous thirty three of them, it gets better every time. <laughs> it's like a, it's like <laughs> wine. It's uh, it's better with age, right? That's right. Uh, so. Um, uh, we start out the show, usually uh, most shows, with what's called the three J's. The three J's are our junk, our joy, and our Jesus moment for the week. So this is a way that you can recollect your week, um, share it with a friend, share it with our Facebook group, uh, or with us if you want to. And uh, so Nick, why don't you get started with the three J's, and uh, Kelly will give you a second to think of your three J's. It's, it's the junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment. All right. Well, uh, my junk first off has to be sleep because uh, I, I've not gotten enough of it. And you know we how we talked about the sleep cycle application on the last show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to the sleep cycle application, I've averaged six hours since I've been using it. Uh, so I think that just means that I need to get to sleep a little bit more. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to bed on time tonight, uh, especially since at, at work I've ha- been having to have a lot of like long distance phone calls with some people, uh, which is just because they're on the other side of the world. It's just kind of a little ridiculous. So there's there's a big time difference there. My uh, my average has been seven hours and twenty six minutes. So 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 I know you were going to complain about sleep yep. as your junk. You have no idea. Shut it. Okay. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> no, you can complain about that. Uh, my joy has to be today because the weather here in Kansas City was really warm. And uh, it, it's just nice to have a little bit more warmer weather. And the snow is finally getting to melt off. So that's that's great. Yeah, it was like uh, 42 today. Yeah, exactly. That's so, like a heat wave. <laughs> right. So, um, I mean, it was, my, it was just like two podcasts ago. We were talking about like negative 15 degree weather and stuff like that. So, exactly. So, okay. So, and my, and my, my Jesus moment was going to mass on Sunday, uh, with our grandmother because of the snow. We, we just, uh, we, we had to go pick her up. She's not comfortable driving in snow, but, uh, we got a chance to go to mass with her, which was really fun. So that was, that's, that was my week. Uh, Kelly, how's your week going? 
Did we lose you? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. My week's been going well. Thank you very much. Cool. And uh, what are your three J's? So it's it's your uh, your junk, uh, your joy, and your Jesus moment for the week. Well, I'd say my junk this week is the diet that I have started and abandoned. Oh, uh, no. I'm about ready to. I, I uh, tried a new diet out, and the food just, I think I need more calories. I'm a pretty big guy. What type of I, diet is it? It's that Nutrisystem that you see on TV. I gave that a oh, shot. Oh, yeah. And uh, wow, that was not a wise choice for me. It might work <laughs> for other people, but uh, I, don't, I didn't see a, a Domino's pizza in there or anything, so I'm not sure how this is going to work for me. So that's probably my junk. My uh, joy this week, I'm involved with a, a men's uh, fellowship group, Catholic Fellowship, and we met Monday night, and we had 14 men with 14 Bibles for 90 minutes, and uh, that was an awesome time. That's this amazing. Great. Yeah. Very cool. And I, so I think my Jesus moment is probably being on the show this week, and uh, oh. also also my joy. I appreciate you guys having me on. Well, I don't know. You might be rating us a little high when I mean, we just got started. So he gets a ding. <laughs> I get a ding. Hey, hey, uh, Kelly. There's something brown on your nose. <laughs> well, well, we'll send you the fifty dollars later. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. Well, my uh, junk. Um, has been sleep and Nick, you have nothing to complain about. Whatever. So, I only got six hours last night. Okay. I got 15, but let me so tell you. got 15 you. hours? <laughs> yeah. You can't, but, you can't complain me, about hold sleep on. you've got 15 let hours. Me, let, yeah, exactly. Okay. Let me, let me quantify this a little bit. So, uh, Monday, well, actually Sunday night, I worked from six to like 8.30 in the morning. So I did an overnight shift for a uh, grocery store. Then Monday night, I did 6 to like 6.30 a.m. But here's the thing. My other part-time job that I had to work, I had to work at 7.30 a.m. to 5. So I essentially worked 24 hours straight, mister. So <clears throat> you cannot uh, complain about sleep. And then I pretty much went home, went home, and died in my bed. So that's the 15 hours. So if you if you look at my little sleep cycle thing that I have, let me see. I want to see what you're. I want to see what a 15 well, hour I, sleep I cycle woke, looks I like. I woke up in the middle, so it it. Let I had see. to do it twice. Here, I'll show, let me show it to you. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give anyway, and this that's is like, that, that's like two seven hour sleep cycles. Yeah. So this is our. Um, remember the, the app hours. that we yeah because it it messed up in the. So in the you middle. woke up at one in the morning. Mm-hmm. You woke up at four thirty in the morning. I, yeah, nine hours of sleep, but I don't know if, how good it was. Kelly, have you ever had to do a 24-hour shift? 24 hours? Yeah. No, never okay. done 24. Well, let me tell you, I can tell you that I have now. I can tell my kids that I've, that I've been able to, <laughs> whenever I have kids, I can be like, hey, you know what? When I was your age, I did a 24-hour shift. Let me <laughs> it, tell you how that feels. It was uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> um, so that was my junk, as well as uh, the, the Haiti... Um, Haiti earthquakes kind of been on my mind a lot, so that's that's uh, lots of prayers going out definitely for that. And of and course, we'll, and, and we'll be talking about them mm-hmm. uh, a, a little bit later here. Um, and in my uh, joy would be getting back to a regular schedule. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a, I'm awake during the day, um, and I don't really know what my Jesus moment is yet this week. So uh, maybe be you're still awaiting it. I'm still awaiting it. Well, I'm I'm going to be trying to go to mass. I think a couple times this week. So. Sweet. All right, um, cool. Hopefully that'll be my Jesus moment. Awesome. Well, that's uh, so that's the three J's. Um, 
and uh, and that's uh, kind of what's been going on in our weeks. Klaatu, Mirada, Okay then. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. And uh, so, we have two new What's My Lines this week, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to give it away yet but there's a running theme between both lines and they were so good that it was almost like it was almost illegal not to play yes, these together because we have two hi nick and them. pat this is sarah reinhardt from ohio and i have been holding off calling in with a submission for what's my line but since you made that desperate plea for feedback i'm submitting my two-year-old's favorite phrase which is hum to which is translated I want some of that. I want some, too. (laughs) Sweet. But the phrase I'm submitting is, hum, too? All right. Thank you so much. Now, Sarah, would we call that a desperate plea? Would Um, we? Two? A desperate plea last time for for support for for What's My Line? I don't don't think it was necessarily desperate as much as it was like. But hey, if you want to give us What's My Lines, you can call us at 206 337 7945 because we need it. We need it. We need it. Call us now. Now. All right. All right. Now, so that was the first one. Here's our second line. Hey, guys. It's Josh Whitmore. And uh, uh, I listened to your last podcast, and I know you guys were asking for some uh, What's My Line. So desperately, of course. I've got one for you. (laughs) Uh, My son is two, and he's been singing the alphabet song lately and I'm not going to make you guys sing the whole alphabet song but I want you guys to say the last part of that song next time won't you sing with me so have fun with that guys and I'll talk to you later bye okay so now Kelly do you know how we played this thing I'm trying to catch on right now I think I've got it okay so so (laughs) here's the thing so so we have both of these lines so you have next time won't you sing with me and um two which the and the the running theme there was the fact that they both came from second or from two year olds, which I think is hilarious. They yes. all, both these voicemails came in independent of each other. So if if any one of us uses it during the show, then uh, we get the the ding. And if it's voted upon, everybody likes it. You'll hear the ding. Mm-hmm. If it's like the worst pun in the world, and mm-hmm. we all agree on that. You get the buzzer. Usually so. Nick gets the buzzer. Yeah. So, and, and if we use them, then we get to send prizes to the people who called in. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. So that's how we play the game. You ready? Yeah. I don't have to buy you a new buzzer if I, I make it buzz. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I think it'd be good. No, no. And also wanted to remind our listeners, uh, Josh Whitmore, you might recommend, uh, recognize his name from, he was our winner who designed the winning t-shirt, uh, which will be coming up into our, uh, in between Sundays t-shirt store here in the next couple of weeks. Cool. Good evening. Here is the news for parrots. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. 
Okay, well, we have actually some very fairly somber news to start off with. We do. Uh, so, a couple things. I'm sure everyone has heard about the uh, the earthquake in Haiti. Uh, it affected uh, the Port-au-Prince, which is the capital of Haiti. Um, seven on the Richter scale, magnitude of seven. So, uh, lots of destruction. I mean, even even the uh, the president's headquarters. I guess what do they call it? Like the presidential house in Haiti has been yeah, destroyed. I was looking at pictures today, and um, pretty much everything is gone. I mean, like, everything is just... It all looks like it's just been torn down by a big bulldozer. Yeah, the uh, Red Cross has stated that there has been about 3 million people who have been affected by the earthquake, which is actually a third of that country. That's amazing. So, uh, we just wanted to get, give you guys that information so that you uh, could put that into your prayers. And um, additionally, we are, will be posting up some resources of things that you can do to help, uh, not next week, not two weeks from now, but today, uh, of, you know, some of it is uh, monetary assistance and things like that to uh, the people in Haiti. Because I think the big thing right now is getting, you know, like food and water to people who need it and in resources and things like that. So, um but it'll, it'll be uh, some resources like uh, places you can text or go online to, to donate money. Because yeah. I know sometimes in things like this, people will unfortunately try to take advantage of, you know, people sending like money to the Red Cross and stuff like this. Right. So right. we will post up legitimate places that you can go to right. um, to support the people in Haiti. So definitely some prayers to them. Um, Kelly, anything to add there? Uh, very sad. I was watching the news tonight. Uh, former President Clinton was on, and uh, they're just talking about the devastation. I saw Anderson Cooper reporting people are still digging themselves out of the rubble, mm-hmm. and uh, he was reporting live from from there. And uh, actually, they found a person right near him who just dug herself out, and it's just unbelievable wow. to me. Yeah. Um, so, also, the the Archbishop of Haiti also passed away ooh. in the. Uh, well, and I I heard that there there were a lot of uh, seminarians and priests who uh, who passed away as well. So, th- that is definitely a situation where where we need our prayers, uh, or where we can where we can send our prayers out to. And uh, I'd like to just give a quick shout out to our listener Jenna Montana, who uh, basically sent us a, a really nice link, which we'll post that has listed um, all of the different places that you, that you can go and give some earthquake support. So thank you so much, Jen, for sending that. Um, and please, if you have a chance, go out and, and give some support to Haiti. I know I'll be doing that uh, this evening, too. Okay, well... On a lighter note. In other news, you know, we joke a lot about Pat going to McDonald's. There's know. even a video on our There's uh, even Facebook a video page. on our Facebook page about that now um pat has has it has mcdonald's ever kind of like messed up your order or anything like that sometimes i think they might spit in my food but i'm not sure <laughs> gross <laughs> i'm just saying maybe i i like my burger very specific okay and they might be like you know what that guy's a pain so i'm gonna spit <laughs> in his food well i i found this 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 actually happened here in kansas city and it's been making news all over the uh united states oh, right now lovely yeah so um, what happened was is that the, the McDonald's screwed up this particular person's cheeseburger and she went on this kind of rampage and trashed the McDonald's. She she tossed over like the, the water container and she threw like all three registers onto the floor and stuff and she actually got charged with a felony because of it just because they... 
they uh, they screwed up her order and then they refused to give her a refund. So I was just because the reason why I really mentioned this is not, I mean, it's funny, but I just want to let you know that you should never go to this end to get a refund on your cheeseburger at McDonald's. Okay. That's, that's so. <laughs> exactly. And report, I can't believe re- that. Re- reportedly, I, I mean, guess, it's a cheeseburger. Yeah. Re- reportedly, the la- her last new or last line was in the article that she was walking out of the McDonald's. Uh, I do not. It was next time, won't you sing with me? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. No, I thought that was pretty good. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Come on. Kelly laughed. <laughs> I, I was laughing was... at how bad that was. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You know, if Conan O'Brien had said it, well, he's not going to say anymore. He's in a show, but yeah, he anyway, does. if he had said I it, Jay Leno was the one who got fired. I don't know. I, that's a whole, let's not even get into that. But anyway, <laughs> if it was said on, an, on, an, on a tonight show program, people would laugh. Actually, I, it would have been canned laughter. It's, they have that. We, unfortunately, we don't have like that little glowing sign that says, you can laugh now. Yeah, laugh that's now. True. If we you're need, not laughing, you will get kicked out of the a, audience. We need somebody to do the cue cards for the Ustream audience. Yeah, we should. Actually, we just need some non-barren walls. Well, you know, speaking of bad jokes, you found this funny link. Yes. Yes, I did. So, um, as you know, usually at the beginning of the show, not to this week because we're giving you this link instead, but usually at the beginning of the show, Nick and I like to make up some uh, stupid metaphor. Which we forgot to do this time. Yes. Um, You know, something like we go together like carpet padding and carpet. mm -hmm. Something that's just really stupid. So, I found this website (laughs) called Am I Stupid? I think it's supposed to be like Am I Stupid, except they spelled it M-I, meaning... You know, if you're looking at this, in other words, it's it's still it's still supposed to be like that because of the bad spelling on mm-hmm. the, on the page. And what it is, it's a list of metaphors <laughs> taken from high school essays. <laughs> I just found a really funny one. Okay, read it. The door the door had been forced as forced as the dialogue during the interview portion of Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> my one of my favorite ones is uh, John and Mary had never met. They were like two hummingbirds who had also never met. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good one. <laughs> so we'll, we'll post or, this in our, our show notes. But uh, <laughs> The plan was simple, just like my brother-in-law, Phil. But unlike Phil, this plan might work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're oh, going to post this for all you uh, people who uh, are like writing uh, metaphors or... Uh, our English majors or things like that, uh, definitely take a look at these terrible, terrible metaphors. Mm-hmm. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh, I should have known that sooner or later a superhero would get involved. Have a little faith with a dashing hero like me on the case. How can we fail? Hey, come on. We're superheroes. What could happen? And um, on this Catholic of Caliber, uh, we actually have um, a great person to interview, and that is uh, Kelly Croy. And uh, he is a Catholic chalk artist, and he does performance art. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, no problem. So, um... Let's just start off by talking about uh, like what type of art do you do? I'm a chalk artist, and they're live performances. I involved uh, speaking, all the things I love, music, uh, computer animation, art. It's big, six foot by eight foot uh, canvas stretched out. 
And um, it's fast. The, the artwork's choreographed. The movement's choreographed to the music. It's a lot of fun. Epic. Okay. okay so so what, what is performance art? Like, how does it work? What's involved with it? Because I, I, we, we actually had a big, huge performance art thing locally at NCYC, but I didn't get a chance to stop by. So I wanted to know. I'm kind of curious as to what it, what's all involved. Sure. Well, be my luck. And I thank you guys for having me on, but I'm a visual artist. And I'm doing a radio interview, so it's really hard for me to see. <laughs> Are you talking with your own. hands all over the place? <laughs> That's right. I'm actually chalking right now my answer to your question. <laughs> so I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to interpret it for you. <laughs> um, you know, performance art is just that. It's you know, it, it needs to be seen. It, it's big. Um, you know, it needs an audience basically, and uh, it's live. It, every time I perform, it's different. Even if I'm doing a similar art piece. But, you know, there's great things involved because there's something for everybody, you know, with music, the spoken word. Um, the kids really love it when I bring the canvas to life with a computer. Like if I draw a landscape, I might have climbers come out and actually climb the mountains. And they always want to know how that's done. Oh, cool. So I want to know how that's done. Well, yeah. that's an ancient chalk art secret <laughs> that I can't give away. But uh, it is it is a lot of fun. And I, I enjoy it. And that's obviously why I do it. But... Um, you know, sadly, it ha it's one of those things that really needs to be experienced to truly appreciate it. But, uh, you know, when I leave, the artwork is still there to be enjoyed after I go. And uh, but it's That's really cool. about the performance. I think a lot of people don't that who are involved with artwork don't understand the process of how something is created. And so right before their eyes in about 12 to 15 minutes, they see a six foot by eight foot blank canvas transformed into a beautiful piece of art and and they see it built out it's it's a lot of fun so are you are you kind of like the the guy dick van dyke's character because we were, we were talking about this before the show <laughs> dick, dick dick van dyke's from character mary from mary poppins where, sure yeah and, and and like kids can jump into your chalk drawings and like go and horse race and <laughs> that'd be really cool i gotta work that in somehow well they can't really actually jump in but you know there is sort of a a participant level of the audience, you know, uh, with when it becomes to life, you hear the oohs and ahs, and uh, there's uh, a lot of tricks to it. But ooh. no, I got to figure out how to, how that's done. I got that's, to rewatch Mary Poppins. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um. So what? So what? How did you get into this? I mean, well, that's kind of like a, a a very big niche. <laughs> it's a small niche, not a big niche. A small niche. Yeah, it is. You know, well, it's different. It's absolutely different. And I've always enjoyed art ever since I was a child, uh, you know, laying on the floor in my mom's kitchen. I remember laying the, the Sunday comics out and, you know, trying to draw Snoopy and all those uh, cartoons. And I always wanted to share, you know, and so I, I really enjoyed mom hanging my artwork up on the refrigerator. And then, of course, you go to school and you have a similar experience. You, you want to get your pink bunny rabbit hung up on the wall and things like that. Um, you know, but. Then as I got older, involved in sports, my dad didn't really think artwork was like the coolest thing. He wanted me to be a good athlete. So I kind of repressed it and hid it for a long time. And then somewhere in high school, it came back out through some friends. And um, I've always wanted to find a way to share it with people. You know, I think if you, if you have, if you're a musician or, or something like that, you know, it's sort of fun if you're doing it alone but it's a lot more enjoyable when you can share it with other people and see them getting into it. So I just found ways to do it. Um, you know, I started being asked to, I'm, I was a, I'm a teacher and a coach and, um, you know, I was asked to come and, and uh, speak to teens and different things like that. 
And and something felt missing when I would go and talk with them. And I actually started with, uh, you know, you ever see those large notepads? They're probably three foot by two foot that, you know, you write things on. I would go and, and first just draw uh, a cartoon of, uh, of somebody. And the kids seemed to really like that. And then I saw a chalk artist, and his name was Ben Glenn. And I was mesmerized because it had a combination of all the things that I enjoyed in one, you know, music animation, uh, speaking, artwork, all these things. And he invited me to uh, his house, and he taught me how to chalk, and I'm indebted to him, and the rest is really history. That's cool. So Sorry for such a long answer. No, that's, the, that's, no, that's, that's really great. neat. Okay, so because so, I know you, you do Christian presentations as well, and, and um, so how do you see faith working its way into art? Faith into art, well, you know, Catholic Church is, is, a, is a great way to, to think about that. You know, a lot, Catholic churches are beautiful. Um, the stained glass, the, just the, the structure themselves. And in a lot of ways, they try to recreate through the structure of a church and all churches, you know, outdoors, environment, uh, majestic. They want the churches themselves to be epic. And so when you go to church, I don't know about you guys, I, I pay good attention, but I, sometimes my attention drifts away to the murals and things like that. And so while I hear the priest talk, I'm looking at, you know, maybe a painting or maybe a, a, a crucifix or some other art form within the church. And I think it enhances my, uh, my experience hmm. along with all the other things. And, you know, this is great because pe- a lot of people are moved by different, uh, different things. And so chalk art involves music, speaking, um, you know, bringing it to life as the big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of interweave your faith in it. And plus, symbolically, you know, like one of my uh, favorites to chalk is a lighthouse. And I talk about, you know, how each of us are a light for God. And so you, you know, use symbolism like, like in literature through your art. Cool. That's, that's really, I, I know I, I love going to this, the, our home church, because they have this big, huge stained glass window above the altar of the Ascension. And that always helps snap me back when I'm kind of getting a little distracted as well. So yeah, that's, that's actually a really good point. It's, uh, and, and that's something, you know, I, I kind of lament a little bit because sometimes in our modern churches, we forget to put the art there. And I think that does yeah. help people. You know, what's interesting is a lot of the, uh, art originally came from, you know, a lot of, a lot of religious art like that. Like, um, you have like the, uh, what is it? Madonna and child mm-hmm. classic classic i mean right um lots of famous art i mean just look at the sistine chapel i mean yeah lots of famous art came from religious uh definitely like saints and different things like that very visual culture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well what's uh, you know everybody has their own medium that they love to paint in and uh, and so yours is chalk so what, what are the what are the unique properties of chalk and why do you like that well chalk's a lot of fun um, one, because I, I would pr- usually perform in a darkened room with a spotlit canvas. And the, when you hit that dark canvas with that chalk, and it's not like the chalk that you remember from your classroom. This is a very soft chalk. And when it hits the canvas, it almost looks like it's floating in the air because mm. you can't see what it's striking. And they're just really bright colors. And uh, I use my hand to blend them together. And a lot of times, uh, one message, one reoccurring thing that I use, you know, is, is the, the pieces of chalk are kind of like our lives, you know. 
And uh, that's what I kind of hammer home is that, you know, I could not give up myself to others and remain, you know, whole like my piece of chalk. I could take that chalk and place it in a garage and, and keep it safe. But it's through its use, the wearing of it down, that a masterpiece is created. And I try to tell the audience, that's what we are to do with our lives. We're to impact others. And we give up of ourselves, even though it wears us down because of the impact that makes on others. And I usually take a piece of chalk and crumple it in my hands. You know, it is dust, just like we are. And it goes away. But look what is left behind. And that's what we all should do. Try to make each day a masterpiece. Make our lives a masterpiece. And the biggie, impact others. That's why I like chalk. That's fun. Makes, makes my hand dirties too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, okay. So, so we've talked a lot about what, what you do now. I know you get a website and you've got some YouTube videos on there. So, uh, tell us about like, where, where, where can we find you and what's your favorite video? Like if people want to go out and watch, cause we'll put a link to it for you. Well, I really need to update that site and I'm going to get myself speaking on there and put some new, uh, some new art up. I've been working on some new pieces. I'm going out to Des Moines, Iowa, uh, early in February, and I've created, uh, I'm doing four works out there, two of which are going to be brand new. But I think my favorite on my website is the lighthouse, um, you know, watching it come to life. The fun part about chalk art when I perform, no one knows what it's going to be. And it looks like a mess until the very end. And then if you do it just right towards the end, you strike the canvas with a black uh, mark and people get upset because it looks like you've damaged what you just made. And then you make that black mark into a tree or, or something else. Hmm. And, you know, again, another message. I guess I'm, I'm very symbolic, but, you know, you can make mistakes in the, in the masterpieces as well. And they like that, you know. It's a surprise. So they don't know it's going to be a lighthouse until the very end. And combining it with music is, is pretty powerful. And I choose a lot of movie soundtrack to uh, enhance the performance. And That's it's fast. cool. Well, yeah, I, I know I watched a couple of them today as I was just kind of prepping for the show, and they're really cool. So, if, yeah, they're really cool. <laughs> if anybody's out there, you know, listening, you guys got to go check this out. It's it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so your website is kellycroy.com. Yeah. Thanks. I'm glad you liked the videos. And so we'll put a link to it in our show notes. Um, and some really really cool stuff and is that how they can contact you too if like uh if they're wanting to get you out to their parish or to their school to uh have you come yeah, out and speak there's, sure there's an email on there there's a toll-free number uh they can follow me on twitter i'm trying to build up my fan base on facebook as well so if they hit a link on there that'd be great and and you know i i try to respond to every email i receive so i look forward to hearing from some of your viewers cool all right so go check it out kellycroy.com um Thanks for telling us all about all this stuff, Kelly. This is amazing stuff. You guys are awesome. Thanks. I triple dog dare you. Just know before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? So this is our Catholic Challenge segment, and we um, just want to challenge everybody. Uh, we talked a little bit about Haiti earlier. Uh, we just want to challenge you to make a commitment to do something for Haiti, be it a, a donation or a spiritual bouquet, or we're just, just kind of keeping them in your thoughts and, and, and prayers. Mm -hmm. and spiritual bouquet, in case you've never heard that term before, is something you commit to do to say, you know, I'm going to pray um, a certain number of prayers or spend a certain number of hours in prayer or whatever. Um, and you offer that up for, for people. So uh, I, I know like at, at uh, the school I used to work with, 
one of the spiritual bouquets we did was uh, we had a, like 150 students that committed to praying a, a rosary for the archbishop uh, for something. And so we sent them a, a nice card and I uh, just told them that 150 rosaries have been prayed for him. And that was our spiritual bouquet. So just do something uh, and we'll have the resources available in our show notes at inbetweensundays.com and you can mm-hmm. go out there and take a look. Yeah, or if you're looking for specific donate uh, devotions that you can do as well, you can listen to episode 33 where we talk about devotions yeah. and that was uh, last week's episode. So, now on to Kelly. Kelly, this is the part that I told you Nick was going to put you on the spot. This is like <laughs> yeah. his, his baby wait. here. He loves this segment. He loves putting people on the spot. I'm ready and to it hit is the button. Ca- I'm ready to hit it the button. It is called Chick Flick I'm- I'm very nervous. <laughs> you should be. Chick flick or horror film. Okay, so the way we play this game is I've got three different films. And um, basically, I'm going to read you the different uh, s- synopsis or summaries of each film. And you have to figure out which one is, is which. So there, there are three films. Um, and it could be a chick flick or it could be a horror film because they could be the same, you know, like, like sleepless in Seattle could be like a film about somebody putting people to sleep and like killing them or something, but it's really a chick flick. So anyway, I, I go out and I find these kind of B quality films and, um, kind of, yeah, they are. They're not kind of. They are. They're just... Some of them are C-quality films. Yeah. Some of them are really bad. Anyway, so the first one I've got is called The Innocence. And and so um, I'll read you both the chick flick and and the horror film. So this is a chick flick version. Two young girls decide that their parents need something to bring the love back into their marriage. Through a series of hilarious events, their parents realize the plan and the family is brought together. Um, This time stronger than ever. And the horror film version is when a young governess accepts a position supervising a girl and her brother in a lonely old house, she begins seeing things and the children start developing strange habits. Though she's convinced the house is haunted, its clouded history seems intent on keeping her in the dark. What do you think? Chick flick or horror film? Mm. That's got to be a horror film. Oh, nice job. Okay, one nice. for one for one already. Yes. That's yeah. no fun if you're actually right. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm two. I'm two. I'm two. Uh, oh, nice. Yes. Nice. That means job. more of that. I want to see more winning. I I'll, I'll go ahead and read this next one if Okay. If that's okay. Uh Apparently I didn't read very well in the last one. No, not at all. So, um What's the name of the movie? Which one should I read? Uh, Sunday. Well, you said you were going to read the next one, so you've obviously picked it out. Sunday. Yes. I just I don't know. <laughs> Brotherly what, love. Which one is the chick flick, and which one is it? The horror films are you on d- top. Don't worry about that. You just read the synopsis. Oh, oh. Which one are you wanting? Which one are you going to read? I'm going to read the chick flick version for it first. Okay. Well, then go ahead. And which one is that? Which one? Well, are you reading Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. Okay. The chick flick one is the first one. The first one. Okay. Madeline walks one Sunday to face her... Madeline wakes one Sunday. Wakes. (laughs) May fail. (laughs) Maybe Nick should read. Uh, Madeline wakes one Sunday to face her stagnant acting career and failing marriage. That same winter winter day, unemployed, Oliver finds himself in a homeless shelter. When Madeline mistakes Oliver for a film director, the two strangers embark upon an intense, ultimately transforming day together. 
Oh, that sounds uh, nice. That sounds horribly bad. Here, <laughs> here, I don't want to see that film. Here is the Hopefully the horror film version is better. All right, here's the horror film. Caught up in the pace of life, Madeline decides to take a walk on a Sunday. While out strolling around, she wanders into a small shop run by Oliver. He wastes no time in capturing her. Now in a struggle for life and death through the labyrinth be- below the shop. So, chick flick or horror film? You had a lot of gravitas in your voice that time. I did. That's got to be. That's got to be. You said a labyrinth. That's got to be a horror film. Are you sure? Final it's answer? a labyrinth under a shop. Oh, you you oh, went you you, you went for the one that I I wrote. I wrote that one. You know, originally oh. originally Nick had written it as it was. Uh, she stumbled into a computer shop, and then uh, our friend goes. She goes. What girl just stumbles into a computer shop? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I guess that one's just going to not uh, work. Maybe we would. Exactly. Okay, so this is your last chance for redemption. So yes. you're 50-50 right now. 50-50. All right, I'm going to yeah. win this one. Here we go. Cool. All Bring right, this is, this is a, um, a film called When a Stranger Calls. And the chick flick version is when Jill Johnson picks up the phone one day, she tries to dial, but there is no dial tone. Rather, on the other end is a man who dialed the wrong number. The voice leads her to Jack, who continues to call back, and after trading numerous phone calls, it's a match made in heaven when a stranger calls mm. okay now the, the horror lovely. film i'd watch that on valentine's yes. day not really <laughs> <laughs> a horror the horror film version is uh, a string of menacing phone calls unnerves babysitter jill johnson till a compulsive seamus enters the scene to nab the caller a deranged killer fast forward seven years the homicidal maniac returns to ruthlessly torment jill who's now a wife and mother herself <laughs> fast forward seven years <laughs> It just sounds like a bad <laughs> horror film. <laughs> well, I also like that they use the till a compulsive Seamus enters the picture. Yeah, well, I am the vocabulary master. I I don't think either of you could have written that one, so I'm going horror film all the way. Dang it! You got it right. There we go. I should have edited that one Two a little for bit one. more. There we go. Nice job. Well done. Well done. He Thank gets you. the uh, the applause for that one. Oh, that's right. So... Oh, right. Applause failure. Short applause. <laughs> Short applause. Sorry about that. So, um, it clicked off. I don't know what happened there. Good, good job there, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. You, uh, I do not watch horror films. I get scared at the commercials. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even need to see the movie. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so that was our, uh, Chick Flicker horror film. The more contact I have with humans, the more I learn. fire department i just called to let you know that i am a bomb and i'm about to blow up whoops cancel that it's too late if there's ever anything that you need don't call me hello the check is in the mail Okay, well, one quick piece of feedback from our show from last week, and that was uh, Tim, who called in with some book suggestions. Hey, Nick and Pat, this is Tim. I'm just calling to let you know I really enjoyed your podcast about devotions and the different devotions and books that you read. Uh, 
one uh, suggestion was uh, the imitation of Christ, and one thing I found is that I purchased the audiobook version of the imitation of Christ through iTunes, and it's really handy when I'm on the go, but I need that opportunity, and those uh, devotions are really short, and they're really concise, and it's really helpful throughout the working day sometimes if I just need to pause and recenter myself that I can just flip over to uh, the audiobook version of Imitation of Christ and really get into some of that. And then also another practice I found helpful when I'm practicing devotion, maybe uh, praying a novena or a certain set of prayers, that if I set the timer in my cell phone to remind me at a certain time, uh, That's a good it's really idea. helpful so that way I don't get lost after several days of praying a certain devotion. It's just really helpful in such a hectic and chaotic schedule sometimes to remind myself to take the time out to make sure I pick up that devotion, as sometimes several devotions can go for several days, and it's just frustrating if you miss a day to kind of pick right back up into it. So it's always helpful to have a little extra reminder. Great podcast, and keep up the good work. Well, thanks a lot, Tim. That's uh, that's really nice of you for uh, calling in. And if you want to call in, you can call our feedback line at 206-337-7945. And uh, also wanted to let everybody know we had a couple feedback pieces on our Facebook page. Uh, One from Tina Lewis who said that uh, she decided on New Year's Eve that she would read through the My Daily Catholic Bible, which has one Old Testament and one New Testament reading for each day of the year, starting with January 1st. So by the end of the year, you read the whole RSV Catholic edition of the Bible. Oh, that's really cool. And we had a couple other people call uh, uh, post some of their favorite um, devotions. So I encourage you guys all to go out to our uh, discussion board, which can be found at uh, facebook.com slash in between Sundays. We have some uh, people listed in some of their favorite spiritual books, spiritual devotions. Wow. Um, lots of people discussing right now that, well, who their favorite priest is on oh, our, wow. uh, that's pretty cool on our discussion board. So if you're a priest, you know, check your tally and see how you're doing. <laughs> right. It's like Angie's list for priests. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So check out our Facebook page. Uh, there's also a link on our website on the right hand side. Well, you know, and that, uh, you know what that brings us up to? The end of the show. Wow. Amazing. Now, see, Kelly, we told you it would go quick, didn't we? It, that did go quick. Yeah. So, first off, we'd like to thank Kelly for being on our show. Uh, thank you so much. I know you, you take a lot of time to take time away from your family, so we appreciate it. Yes. Well, you guys have an awesome show, and I wish you uh, great success in 2010. Thanks for having me on tonight. You guys are hilarious. I'm going <laughs> to tune in regularly. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. It. Well, thank you, Kelly. And if you want to find Kelly uh, Croy, an inspirational speaker, author, and artist, you can go to kellycroy.com. And we will, again, put a, a, a link to your uh, website on our uh, show notes. I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. No problem. Uh, now, uh, uh, we, we, coming up, we have a lot of great shows planned. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye out for them where we, Pat and I are actually in our planning stages for yeah. the next three months. Yeah. Actually, you know what would be helpful is if you guys have specific people that you think we should have on or discuss specific topics. Um, I know that some, in our Facebook page, some people have discussed that we should we should talk about some specific books and things like that. Um, but as well as uh, people or different topics, Catholic questions that you have, go to our Facebook page, and there's actually a, a part that says ideas for our shows, topics, and guests. And leave some feedback for us, and uh, we definitely take those into account when we're planning the next definitely. month or two of shows. Definitely, yeah. So we, and we've got a lot of good feedback already that we're going to be uh, working on. 
So, uh, yeah, as we set these shows, it would be great to have your, your guys' thoughts. So finally, and if we, what we say makes you mad or makes you glad, let us know. Give us a call on our feedback line. Leave us a voicemail at 206-337-7945. And you can check out our homepage at inbetweensundays.com. And if you want to contact us, just click on the link on the top right that says contact. As well as you can join the conversation on Facebook, which lots of other listeners are. So meet your other listeners, connect on Facebook. And as always, you can find other great free Catholic content at sqpn.com. Absolutely. So thanks a lot for listening. And uh, until next week, God bless. Have a fantastic week. We uh, look forward to talking to you next week. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.